Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times— to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri, the host of the Wanna Be podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you're here. And just a quick reminder to let you know that if you are enjoying this podcast, please do share these episodes with a friend that you think really needs it. I know I've changed how I listen to podcasts, so you might too. So if you find an episode that you really enjoy and you think someone will benefit from, please just pass it along. Also, a quick reminder that if you've been thinking about podcasting or maybe you want to become a better storyteller or public speaker then I think you'll benefit from attending Shout Out Live Radical Women. It is the UK's first women in podcasting festival. We have an incredible, like just honestly, the lineup just drives me insane with how good it is. We have Anita Rani from the BBC One show. We have the Slumflower leading a confidence workshop and she is forever shaking the table. We also have Sophie Hagen, myself. We have Maeve McLennigan, who runs the Tip Off podcast, which is best, smartest, best new podcast of 2018 and the smartest podcast of 2018 as well like she's so many award-winning podcasters are going to be in the room and the fantastic cat from blogtacular where i just spoke and it was a fantastic event like you do not want to miss out so head on over to solifefestival.com to register to get a ticket they are super 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 limited there's only 300 spaces available in fact there's less than that um so if you haven't gone on over to so live festival that's s-o-l-i-v-e-f E-S-T-I-V-A-L dot com. Um, also, the link will be in the show notes. This week, I am joined by Ruby Ariyuku, who is one third of Vamp PR. Ruby has been behind some fantastic UK premieres, including Girls Trip that starred Tiffany Haddish and Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, she also was behind some of the Black Panther uh, releases with her team at Vamp. Vamp PR tries to ensure that Black influencers gain the same access to junkets and mainstream press activities as their white counterparts. So... In today's episode, we actually talk a little bit about university and selecting the right course. So if you have a brother, sister, cousin, niece, nephew, or anyone who is doing A-levels right now, my little sister is doing A-levels right now, and they are about to make this 
big decision and embark on this huge journey, then I really, really strongly suggest that you share this episode with them because we share the advice that we wish we received when we went to uni. Like, honestly, it would help and alleviate so much pressure for them. So make sure you share this episode with them. And we talk about how to get the best out of your university experience. So even anyone at university who's not having a great time, we talk about the ways in which you can actually get involved in activities and societies to make the best of your university experience. We also cover the one thing Ruby wants to do to improve and boost her career in PR. So if you listen, you'll find out what that is. We also cover how you measure and benchmark your success and the massively important reasons why you should be reading. Let's go. I wanted to go back to uni Mm. and... Uni is a, a fun topic because we're heading into exam season. We're, mm. like, we're in exam yeah, season. Yeah, I think we are now. I, for some reason, Twitter keeps like talking about what's happening in like GCSE exams. And I'm like, there are 16 year olds on oh, my timeline. Like what? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yes. I was just like, I didn't even know they were using Twitter. But yeah. cool. Sure. Cool. They're here. <laughs> um, talking about how hard physics was. Oh, didn't God. do it. We'll never oh, do it. Oh, you didn't? No, I would never do physics. Oh, well, wait. I, actually, no. It was GCSE. GCSE. I was going to say, you lucky thing. I did double science. So it kind of like... I did triple. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I know what school you went to. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did double. Waste, waste of time. Yeah. I, I did uh, science at A level though. So. Oh, okay. Forget me then. What you? What you chose that as well? <laughs> it, was a, it was a foolish choice. Wow. But you're smart. <laughs> did biology and chemistry? I was never going to touch. Did you? Yeah. Chemistry, like they lost me at the end. I was like. <laughs> Screw it all. I'm not even going to show up. Like, I actually showed up, but oh, okay. I'm too I'm high achieving to for that. But Wow. Mm, yeah, that really pushed me to my limits. I can imagine. But, um, yeah, so I want to talk about the process of choosing a course because, mm. like you said, you didn't study media mm. and the course, it was a requirement. And so how did you go about the process? What were you planning to do? What mm. were you originally applying to do? And then how did you end up picking what you chose in the end, which is media and comms? So I actually, well... For a while, I thought I was going to do law. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the the glitz and glamour of TV law that probably right? brought me. Suits. I thought, yeah, that oh. sort of thing. Like, I thought, yeah, power. Ali McBeal. All of that kind yeah. of stuff. And like, <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, you'd be a great lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was like... My, <laughs> Your dad is such a champion. Yeah, but in the worst way, because <laughs> I don't even realise... Like, it took me like two years to realise, I don't want to do law. Like, <laughs> I thought I did, just because I had it drilled into me for so long. And like, I was such... I argued a lot. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Law, yeah, law, law's <laughs> for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I thought I wanted to do law and then I realized I didn't. Um, and then I, yeah, I thought I wanted to do presenting and then I realized, oh, what's a, what's a, what's the artificial term, I guess, in uni terms for presenting, which was broadcast journalism. Yeah. Um, and I just happened to, to find that course. And when I was looking through a prospectus for Leeds University, my, one of my, a couple of my friends went there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Leeds. I'm going to Leeds. Didn't care about looking anywhere else, but I'm going to Leeds. (laughs) Um, and a I nice just, place. It, it's really, I really, really like these. It was, re- it's a really cool place. Um, and so I was looking through the perspective and prospectus, and um, yeah, I saw. I just, it's. I remember it very vividly. It's almost like it just opened on broadcast journalism. I was like, oh, I never heard of it. I didn't even know what it was. I thought, okay, some kind of journalism. And I'd always been really good at English. I thought that might help. And yeah, um, I was reading through all the requirements and like the 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 skills that you learn and skills that they want you to have coming into the course um, and the sort of things you do and, you know, the careers that can come out of it. And I was like, oh my God, this is me. This is so, so, so me. And I was like, this is perfect. 
Um, and so that's what I thought I wanted to do. But then through looking at that course, I thought, okay, obviously I've got to find other, other unis mm-hmm. that do similar courses. Not every course has that, I'm sorry, not every uni has that specific course. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I realized that that fell under media. So again, like I'd never thought about media beforehand. Like it was not on my radar, but I realized that fell underneath that. And that's where I started broadening, broadening my horizons in terms of looking at media courses. So I was looking at media and sociology for a while and those oh, sort wow. of courses that yeah. I did. I did English, history and classics at uni. So very written based courses um, and sort of theory based courses. So I thought it made sense to do something similar to that and, and, all my A-levels um, were sort of requirements for media and sociology, those sort of things. So, um, yeah, I thought that's what I wanted. To, I was like, something under that. Um, didn't get into Leeds at all. Like, it was a far-fetched. I don't even know how they let me in. Of You know, the, what is it called? Unconditional. Uncondition- a conditional offer. Yeah, I, just, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even come close to the grades. It was so bad. I remember I ran home, ran to my friend's house I was like shoot what am I going to do how do oh. I tell my parents um I got into DMU mm-hmm. but, but in Leicester of course but I didn't want to go there why um, I freaked a, out is um, it the reputation uh, yeah, obviously we have, we're talking what f- five years ago now so whatever the reputation is now it is it was I mean the reputation was doing a lot when I was I, at uni 10 I years bet. ago <laughs> oh really Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so well, they've been holding on to that reputation for a while. So yeah, I um I remember I was on Twitter and I was like, no, I can't go there. I was like, can't go there, can't go there. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not going. So I actually declined the offer. Oh wow. <laughs> declined the offer before I even knew where I was going. I was like, I ain't going there. No offense to anyone who wants to DM you. No, it's, um, it's actually got a very good business school if anyone's yeah, interested. No, yeah, no, I'm sure it's like I know people who went there and they they were fine. Um but I just was like, I can't, I'm not going there. And so I actually ended up um, in clearing. So I went to a grammar school. So clearing was not mentioned to us. That yep. was not something that I even knew what it was. I just happened to be, I think, on UCAS. And like, you know, UCAS are really good at being like, what next? If you, if you haven't <laughs> yes. got the grades that you need, don't worry. Clearing is your option. Question they were you. they were really good like if it wasn't for like that website I would never have heard of clearing wouldn't know what it was like they sent emails so I was like okay oh my god okay maybe I, maybe I can fix this before I have to tell my parents <laughs> um and um I I was really fortunate just before our exams um I'd been in the library with one of my friends and she mentioned she was going to Coventry and I was like why didn't I think of that and I checked the course I was like oh my god the course is perfect why didn't I think of going there and I realized it was because um they had a requirement for media and I was like oh well never mind yeah but then um on the day when I got results and I failed um I didn't fail when I didn't get the the, the you didn't get your grades I needed grades, to get yeah. into the course the course I wanted to do um I was like okay, let me just try commentary like you just never know and yeah called them up had to do a phone interview I had to beg my way in um and you know, luckily I'd done all my work experience. So they were like, yeah, you haven't done media. So why should we take you on? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't know people were doing all of this, to be honest. Oh my God. They I'm really went in. Like, and I was like, okay, well, I've done this. And I've done this. And blah, blah, blah. I was like rambling. Um, And yeah. And they were like, okay, yeah, cool. We'll see you in September. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So yeah. um, And I ended up doing media comms and it was honestly the best decision I've ever ever made because if I didn't if I didn't do it and if I didn't go to 
to Coventry, I prob oh no, I definitely wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now because my business partners I met at uni. Yeah. And I met one of my business pa- partners on my course. So it See, would never have been. I we recently had a conversation about um like degrees and their value. Mm. And I think a large part of like the universe like why people still go to uni and why it still has currency is because of that kind of inbuilt network of yes, people that you I meet. know a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about I am uni. one of those people. Are you? I'm not I genuinely and I feel really bad when people don't I feel really sad when people have negative personal opinions of their uni experience because I had the best and I feel so sad I know I feel so bad because I just wish everyone had what I had I had don't get it it was hard yeah and I had some terrible times but overall um I definitely grew a lot as a person um I met most of my best friends and met my business partners um and yeah I ended up realizing what I wanted to do with my life so right if that's not what uni's about then boy I feel like that is the ultimate goal right mm. I would definitely think for me like because oh, my uni was just white <laughs> it was a white space mm. a very heavily elitist mm. oppressive white space mm. um and of course I had like really good friends like I definitely had like some nice times like mm. I, I can't nice say times. the whole thing <laughs> the whole thing wasn't like the worst yeah. but like in hindsight I'm like was that really the right course for me mm. ish not really um so I, I think for me, like it was it sounds like really nice from your story because you kind of had a lot of things that built up to you exactly, knowing yeah. like you had yeah, like some of those overnight. projections yeah you dealt with like not knowing like oh actually I want to be a superstar but the talent's mm. not there I yeah. need to figure out some other things and you're and you actually had the confidence to say actually this isn't for me and yeah. switch yeah whereas I think from well at least from my at my time and like with the family that I just happened to have everything was about like we're riding on you to go to mm. university and we're counting on you to go to a bloody good one you better get the grade there was so much pressure on my shoulders exactly to decide the next three to four years of your life it is a lot and if you've you know as you said you were what first born yeah yeah first first gen yeah so that's that's a lot of pressure I was quite lucky I wasn't I was the last born so it it was a different kind of pressure because it was like okay you're like my little (laughs) sister now who still feels like an immense pressure to yeah because it's like okay well you're the last you're the last hope (laughs) (laughs) come on don't let us down um and as I said I went to grammar school so my parents had high hopes yeah (laughs) had high hopes for me Oxford and all that nonsense I was never on the class for me (laughs) I wish I wish I was smart enough to go to Oxford and all those upper upper schools but um I was not too much to demand to my parents but um so it is a lot of pressure the it's too much it's it, so if we could take out all of that uni could be great yeah I think uni is a it's a good vibe and the money element obviously is not great but that's a different story that's a different story the money now, like for me, I've been telling myself to just take time, figure out what you want. It's expensive now. Like this is like back in back in my day. Wait, so did you not have the, you didn't have the I 9K? Was paying, I was paying three, darling. Oh my I'm that God. old. <laughs> that enough should have made your uni experience the best ever. No, because we didn't know it was coming. And like that didn't kick in until at least, I think the year after I graduated. Okay. So we had like a good window, but we knew it was coming because we voted in the election where the Lib Dems campaigned that they were going to abolish no, the fees. Never going to happen. Don't worry, guys. And I was like, Don't this doesn't even affect me, but I feel but perf- personally offended mm, <laughs> that, that you didn't can... fulfill that. Yes. So yeah, that was the year I was there. But for sure, like I also went through clearing like you 
um, best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the courses on there were just so lit. I was just like, I want to like, do this one and it? this one and this one. It why, was like, a, why so much space? Like, why, why are you letting us all in? What's yeah. wrong? What's going on? I was like, how, how do all of these bomb ass courses? Like, that's when I was discovering so many different things and how yeah. I ended up somewhat in anthropology, which I kind of tenuously knew about, but mm. I was on track to do medicine wow. and biomed. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. After that chemistry prep, <laughs> I was like, see, now this is not for me. Yeah, I have to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I was like, I'm not, I'm scrapping all of my my UCAS applications. And that's when I went through clearing, got into the uni I was going to go to anyway, and did anthropology. And I used it. I mean, I can't even complain that much. I actually ended up using it for oh, there the you go. Yeah. two years after I Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Graduated. See, that's the main thing. And it has been somewhat beneficial in some ways. And the uni did open doors that I guess and I wouldn't have had. There's benefits to it. It sounds like it was a great time it was- in the... In the long scheme. In the grand scheme scheme of things, I think there's currency to it. But I definitely, yeah, like you said. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Definitely knowing what you want going in is like the most essential thing. And then also not having that pressure on yourself if you don't get the grades for whatever reason, because clearing is lit. Exactly. Not to say that you shouldn't try. Definitely try um, try and get the grades. I didn't. And it like, well, so funny. Um, One of my business partners, we always joke about the fact that it literally didn't matter that I went to a grammar school. We all ended up in Coventry (laughs) and we all ended up graduating. It literally does not matter. Like that whole process of education, where you go and all of that, it doesn't necessarily matter to, and like, it doesn't affect your, well, I guess it might affect your ability, but it's really on you mm-hmm. and yourself. It doesn't matter where you went and all that rubbish. I think, yeah, the uni comes as like a bit of an equalizer in many ways. Yes, it's the, I think it is, really is an equalizer. Because people that got straight A's exactly. around me ended up like getting two ones either like with me or like some or of the, a lot of people got two twos. Exactly. Like, so it's, it's Only it's three true. people got two ones on my course and really? I was one of them. Really? So. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the best time for it. It's an equalizer. It really humbles you. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter where you came from or who you are, where you, what you went to. No, you're all the same. You're all yeah. graduating on the same stage. So That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. I also think it is also a great... One thing I wish I had known, and I guess that comes with like the legacy of uni being... Um, ingrained into like your family and your 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 yeah just your general family and knowing people that go to uni is knowing the benefits of networking there yeah I did not utilize any of those opportunities I did Uh, not join clubs I did not I did do anything see you see you had all of the benefits of like milking it for everything this is why I think my uni experience because I was on the ACS committee best year of my life it was great (laughs) and the reason I say it was the best year of my life is because I did it with my friends um we had a really good year of ACS at Incov and we we held some really, really great events. Like we did open mic nights. We did this huge Valentine's Day event and we did like, we did some real, really cool stuff. We got um like, we won an award. We had like crazy amount of members. We got a lot of money. Like the first time there was money in the account for like ages, for years. Um, and then the best part of it was, I'm pretty sure that's why I got my my placements. Because when you go to your interviews and they're asking you, okay, so tell us the time that you worked under pressure, I was able to draw on on ACS and being a part of that team. And when you're going into these sort of white spaces and saying, yeah, I was part of the second biggest society in Coventry, they're like, what? Wow, oh my God, tell us about that. <laughs> they lap it up. They love it. And I actually always, I was, for a period of time, I was telling a lot of my friends who, who weren't part of the committee just to lie and just be like, You're, you saw us, you were there, just drawing it. Because it's one of those really annoying things that if you haven't got experience, you can't get experience, yeah. that sort of thing. So sometimes you got to make it up if you need to. Fake it till you make Fake it. Fake it till you make it. So luckily- Embellish. I, I, embellish. embellish so yeah um and it really did help and it really did i think set set me up for for work life and those pressures that come with it because with stuff like acs although you're not getting paid or anything if you're take if you take it seriously it's a real job yeah and you've got to find a way to juggle it with uni i had that issue because i didn't do anything at uni um Mm. i didn't know i was meant to i didn't like i was invited and i i just didn't know yeah i think i wish i had the advice that you're you're giving now mm. just because it would have made uni a little bit more fun yeah. and I know people that were doing all of those things it just it just didn't occur to me that like that was a re- like not necessarily a requirement yeah it's but not a requirement it, it would have been, it will enhance it will your experience. Enhance experience yeah for sure. it will all right so switching gears mm. a little bit what are you working on getting better at right now my working on getting better at um so I think the main thing for me at the moment, so I head up the the PR segment of, of VAMP um, and I I find that whilst we've been doing it for a little while and I've been doing PR for quite a few years now, I'm still learning it. Um, you know, my experience has been loads of small things or I did like my internship and then I did a year um, out of uni. And so it isn't a continuous say four years worth of experience I've done about four to five years worth of experience of PR but it's not a continuous one and it's mm. not one that I've um like grown on so it's not like I was you know a, a junior PR assistant and then moved up each yeah. level each year it was I was a PR assistant here PR intern junior account so do you know what I mean so it was yeah. so mixed up so I don't think I had a nice continuous growth in my in my knowledge and my understanding of PR and um my expertise as well so one thing I really want to be able to do is is get better um at that um 
and within PR is you have to do a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always felt like I'm not the best writer and it's always been a problem. So when I was, you know, on my internship, but particularly when I came out of uni, I got my first job, we had to do a lot of writing. So I worked for a tech PR firm yeah, and it was like, not fun. I don't want to say it's not fun tech, but like when you think tech, you think, oh yeah, like phones and like gadgets. And so it wasn't that kind of tech. It was like, (laughs) it was like security, like cyber, cyber crime and AR and VR. And I used to do some VR writing. It was fun. Oh, that was because I got to try tech. (laughs) Oh, see, I didn't even get to try it. I didn't even get to try it. So it was really difficult. So it's bad enough. Like I'm not the best writer. Then I've got to write about stuff that I know nothing about. Um, so then I've spent so much time trying to understand it before I'm even writing it. Um, and, and, you know, I guess with the, the advance of technology and, and digital stuff at the moment, a lot of brands are doing more, more blogs and, you know, those more in-depth written pieces. And I had to do a lot of that. And it was probably the, the thing that made my, my year, my first year of uni the hardest. Cause I just was always second guessing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say that. I've, I've done pretty well for myself for someone who doesn't read. I, oh yeah, we I know <laughs> reading will help me, but I just don't do it. And I keep, I guess it's 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 really annoying because half of me is like, oh yeah, you're pretty sick for someone who doesn't read, and then the other <laughs> half, half of me is like, you're an idiot, like because clearly you're doing okay. If you read, look how sick you really would be, um, which is just so stupid. So. Um, <laughs> Like I, it's the one thing I know I need to get better. I just need to read more and write more and just, I want my writing to be like perfect. Like I'm, I'm fine. Like editing, like I can, I, my grammars, all that sort of stuff's good. I'm fine. It's just like, I just, maybe it's a creative, I don't even know what it is. I just, I'm just not hundred percent. I want to be hundred percent and I'm not hundred percent. How yeah. would you know if you're a hundred percent or how would you know, how would you, how would you measure that? I don't know. I, I, surely someone who is good at or like a journalist a qualified journalist or something will be confident in their ability you'd think so i mean <laughs> i write for a living and i bet you're fine i mean i feel like i'm honestly most of the time i feel like i'm writing hot garbage <laughs> hot garbage as well. like, it's just I like this is awful like where did so, and then i'll honestly the only time i think i've done a good job is if i never see that piece of writing for two three months mm. and then i come back to it and i'm reading it like who wrote this <laughs> that's not this me it's all right what this is great this looks good oh, um, see, and that's I, when i'm like oh i'm actually all right oh see i don't think i've ever felt that uh, that okay. happiness yeah of that <laughs> to, yeah no. that delayed gratification yeah no i don't think i've ever had that um not my writing is not terrible clearly because I've, I've been all right for all this time but yeah i think that's one thing i want to get better at. i want to get better at, at writing um, and I know reading will help that. And then in turn, I want to read more. I want to to get better at, I guess, my my own self development and my own growth. Because um, there's a lot of things in this world I don't know about, and I can find out about it in books. You can also find out on Twitter. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why I'm where I am now because I rely on online too much, and I don't read. Too bad. Or I'll just watch TV. I rely. I couldn't tell you how much I know about the world from tv it's terrible. i feel like it's a really great way I, to learn i things. thought so too but it's a bit warped because i mean everything is basically propaganda yeah it's true so you, you never know else's yeah exactly i love tv though i do love tv too so what is one action <sighs> that you're going to take to 
you get better at writing besides reading because obviously mm. you should read more mm-hmm. um i think everyone should read more but what is one action that you're going to take decidedly in the next let's say four weeks okay. to get better as a writer well i have to be honest about this because i'm going away next week so i have to think what would i really what am i really <laughs> going to do over the next four weeks um i guess the most obvious one would be to write more okay that's smart i don't write unless i have to and I, it's funny enough i really don't have too much anymore my new role um i the only time i have to write is when i do press releases i like whether it's i don't know a diary or something i guess yeah maybe i should do some creative writing or something maybe that's a course i could take or something i don't know some oh so, i did recommend a course oh yeah you did the copy cure by marie folio it's like 500 dollars. Mm. it's worth every penny um, it will tell you how to craft a headline. It will tell you how to make your writing exciting. Mm. Um, it will tell you how to tell a story effectively that will capture your customer. It will tell you how to ca- like how to speak to your customer or whoever you're trying to speak to, actually. It's amazing. It okay. was definitely worth every red cent. I mean, I mm, had to manif- promo. I manifested that money. Mm-hmm. Made it back. Was, and I made it back. I have made, I would say I've like, definitely made four times the money I spent nice. at least just and that's just from writing I do mm-hmm. other things obviously yeah. um I have many income streams many but yes I would definitely recommend okay. the cure well okay so um, yeah definitely next four weeks I'm gonna write more I'm going away for two and a half weeks that so means you can do holiday I can reads. really read and write because it's a chilled kind of holiday so I did a holiday journal uh what did you write I, in it I just wrote about what happened in my day so when I was volunteering in Costa Rica and Nicaragua, we kept, uh, I don't know why I did this. I don't even know where it is. So I wish I had it still, but it was like this massive, like a four pad. And like every day, I think it's cause we were there for 10 weeks. Like, wow. and honestly there was like no data, there was mm. no internet. Like all you can do is either read or write. Yeah. So yeah, I used to just keep a daily journal of like the, cause everyone there spoke, not everyone, but the people you'd stay with was only Spanish speaking. So it was kind of okay. a nice way to kind of like get through the day um especially when you're speaking to like the only other people you're speaking to in english are your volunteers who uh-huh. are going through the same experiences as you yeah so we just kind of like document like oh today i ate this i spoke to this person and then like as time went by it would get more elaborate or more detailed about yeah. like your feelings and all all this other stuff we would tell the story of like randomly we had this day where like an, a colony of like a million i'm not even joking like a million ants oh just God. came at us and like just to recount that story in your diary it's just like yeah. an actually very exciting lively nighttime yeah, definitely. like oh my god and these ants and we had to get the and bleach. then yeah. yeah so um i would say like even if your day is really boring like i'd vary it from like one paragraph right down to mm, like two or I three like pages sometimes idea. so i would say get a journal and just you know try and see if you can write a little bit every day i usually use my notes app now on my phone or google keep and i just yeah i use like tarot cards and then i'm like this is how i feel about this card um but that's <laughs> okay. how i get into that's when i was forcing myself to write no that's a good idea i think i'm gonna i'm gonna buy a book a journal type book and do some writing on Make my it holiday. A one yeah that always has helped because like you like you want to open it and yeah like with a nice pen as well you yeah. want to need a nice pen you have to like merch it up just be like mm. look at me and my, my little journal. just to stunt on people mm. I mean, that's how I do things, yeah. but you know, yeah, yeah. I'm weird. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> a huge, huge thanks to Ruby, who is honestly just a fantastic and wonderful human being. I really enjoyed talking to her today. On Wednesday, we talk about the difference between marketing and PR, building your self-confidence and getting the first job out of university. We also cover a little bit of the rise of the influencer. 
You can follow Ruby on Twitter at Miss Ruby Jade. That's M-I-S-S-R-U-B-Y-J-A-D-E. And on Instagram, where she be stunting at Ruby Jade X. That's R-U-B-Y-J-A-D-E-X. If you like this podcast and you think you can do what I do, then you need to reach out to the Shoutout Network and consider one of our wonderful and affordable membership options. So you can head on over to shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Also, if you're exploring podcasting as a possibility or you just want to become more confident and sound amazing every time you speak, you should check out Shout Out Live Radical Women, the UK's very first women in podcast festival, where we will have accelerated workshops, panel discussions and live shows, all to upskill and empower the next generation of female voices. So head on over to solivefestival.com. That's S-O-L-I-V-E festival. Com and make sure you register for tickets they are super limited so make sure that you come along and also they're really really affordable guys like if you register on the website you get 10 pounds off your ticket price so make sure you go because they are honestly very limited be sure to follow wannabe on twitter and instagram at wannabe podcast i'm really enjoying the comments and encouragement that you leave over there and if you share this podcast or where you're listening to this podcast on your insta story i will be sure to repost it because instagram now gives me that option so please do screenshot your listening or what episode you're listening to and tag at wannabe podcast and i will reshare every single one of them because i love seeing it if you're enjoying this podcast please do leave a rating and review on itunes and i will see you on wednesday thank you for listening bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.